little man. I will destroy you! You sound like a jerk! If you ask me, everybody in this theater is a giant sucker! Especially you! I was saying, Bruins. Give me some sugar, baby. I got news for you, pal. You ain't leading but two things right now. Jack and shit. Jack left town. And you're listening to the show 256 of Garage Talk, where we talk about cars. Yeah. That's not true at all. Garage Wars. The garage Wars. That's not true at all. None of that's true. This is Bunch of Dorks. You can find us at bunchofdorks.com for all of the funness and awesomeness of everything. And one of the buttons is Bunch of Dorks, which if you haven't done it that way and you haven't found us on iTunes or Stitcher or Slice, I don't know how you're listening to us. Maybe through the fillings in the back of your teeth because your foil hat fell off. Yeah. Okay, my name's Mal, and with me, as normally, usually, sometimes, oftentimes, is Dr. Morbius. From Parts Unknown, as he stares at his glass of that's, water. No, but it's funny, because you gave me a shot glass, kind of like from, uh, it looks almost like a Matt Helm uh, yeah. shot glass from the silencer. <laughs> sure. wow, it's just the liquid is white, but it could be vodka, but it tastes sure, like water. Sure, why not? The, the show's going to get pretty wacky as I get Dr. Morbius from Parts Unknown drunk. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. Yes, we're, we're straight off of, we just did finished up a uh, Slow Robot A Go-Go show, if you don't know what that is. Get it on the trolley. That's a show that talks about B movies and different kinds of movie related stuff that we do weekly. And uh, this week's show was Matt Helm. Dean Martin is Matt Helm in the the, si- silencer. the silencers, and we're all 1960s spied out, if as it were. So he's, you know, it, it's it is what it is. Yeah, <laughs> it's good. It's good if you like. I it. just depressed myself. So talking about you did. You're bringing me down. I didn't hate the and movie, I'm drunk. but it, but. It, <laughs> I didn't hate the movie, but I was like, what's the point of this movie? I did have something. I, I, I jotted down a couple things. Um, you're, I don't know. Were you with, were you on the show with me when I was talking about my dad having tacos with the fifth dimension? I've heard the story. But okay. Well, remember. yeah. So, so yeah. So, my, my pop, um, w- w- at one point, he said he was telling me about how he, they were at a music festival, and he was sitting down having tacos at a taco stand, and, and he was sitting with the fifth dimension and eating tacos. And this was in the 60s or whatever. So that was really cool. Well, this week, another story emerges. And is uh, We didn't talk at all when I was a kid, because we hated each other. But as as, as we <laughs> age... Nice. Well, no, no, no. not I don't mean it that way. But you know, father-son yeah, tension. Yeah, yeah. Like, as soon as you hit teens, you kind of, you know, whatever. So, oh, yeah. So, yeah. so, I mean, we were through that. I, of course, now, you know, I... He's your uh, best buddy. Yeah, he's, he's my buddy. So, um... Turns out that he was he, he was at a roller skating rink, a local skating rink down uh, in this tiny town that we lived in, and when he was 15 years old, which would have been 1955, and he skated with Brenda Lee. That's cool. The, do you know that? Do you know who that is? I like, know Brenda Lee. Is. Yeah, she's so, a famous singer. Yeah, yeah, famous singer. So it turns out when he was 15 years old, he had a skate with with that was singer. She, was she was she famous at the time or was she just a local? No, girl? she wasn't local. She was famous. She oh, was, you know, okay. so so she must have been there for an event or something weird like I guess they went to every little town or whatever. That's neat. Yeah. So yeah, so so my pop is emerging as cuz I know he saw Les Paul and Mary Ford play and I think he said he, he it was a very small venue like, you know, right there with him. Yeah. And now uh now he skated with Brenda Lee and um He's quite the. St- was this before you were ma- he was married to your mom? Well, yeah, of course he was fifteen. Did he? Yeah, did he go out with her afterwards for no. soda pop? No, I asked thing? him, and he said no. He uh, said it's just a skate. Oh well. And I was like, okay, cool. Skate's better than nothing. I That's guess. cool. You know, yeah, I was cool. like, wow. 
I, I, I thought to myself, Pop, you should have told me some of this stuff when I was younger. Maybe we would have got along better when I was... I would have thought he was cooler. Although, I did think my dad was cool when I was younger. He yeah, was, it's just you were like a... He, uh, uh, you were you were a rambunctious young yeah, teen. Yeah, yeah, and they know how that is. Wrecking cars and so that was kind of cool. I don't know. I did want to talk about. There's two things I wanted to talk about this week. Uh, I I picked up an upcoming uh, gig, a video gig today, and also I wanted to talk a little bit about my trials and tribulations with working on my truck. Oh. That was okay. a. It was a. It was a. It was something. So what? Uh, we're gonna go to a music break, and then when we come back. Which do you want to do? Should I talk about the Bush Gardens or should I talk about the truck? It doesn't matter. You don't care? I don't you, care either one. Did you want to talk? What do, we, what do you want to talk about today? Anything either special? One, no, either one of those two is fine. Okay. We can talk about auto repair. That's something <laughs> <that> <laughs> near and dear to your heart, upcoming really, in your house but, yeah. or in your life. All right, we'll be right back. And there was a time in this country, a long time ago, when reading wasn't just for fags and neither was writing. People wrote books and movies. Movies that had stories, so you cared whose ass it was and why it was farting, and I believe that time can come again. And I'm going to tell you one thing. I'm proud to be a rock star. At least I sell art, at least I don't sell dope. Work the kinks out, like look my no plans except to milk this cow and live by the seat of my pants. So I have my own brand, Camel Jam, with the C.E. Jack Kennedy symbol on my back pocket. The progress from what it is and what it's about to be like, I'll have whoever thought otherwise holding up peace signs. Like maybe it ain't register at all, so they see me on BET smoking dips with Molly Maul, like where you been all along? On the front line, open mic at JJ's every Wednesday night, with prime spinning 90s instrumentals at a coke bar, while I flex my technique to a room full of ex-cons. Bar sluts and assorted rap talent 2AM crew would come through and bring the house down So cops found out what happened when bartenders shook hands with customers Started sending undercovers in Two weeks later, Che gets stabbed in the head Got the call at South by Southwest puking during sound check like That's why shows get banned and fans don't give a fuck enough To see the favorite artists live and CD sales are in a rut It's a dirty job and everyone wants to do it CD laid the blueprint to make creative music And then send them crews a postcard from the top of the world That say, you knew the rules of the game all along Now y'all just watch me live the dreams of your computer screen With girlies drooling on their keys and open up a magazine like that's that sketchy cat that sold his weed And wanna fuck them when I had the chance But he came off as a creep Last call, 10 to 3, but my money's no good here Slip a Jackson under the coaster, it's been a good year Doing what I do do Cold chilling like juice crew In the lower east side on a fire escape Sipping a deuce deuce Who the fuck are you? The reputation speaks for itself A master kids with incredible public speaking skills Check the mic, rock a crowd rolling hell And back to the motel with a van full of young girls I don't know that well Repeat is necessary Till everyone that didn't pay attention Find themselves caught up in the effervescence of Why it's still important to press records Regardless of the technology or what your friend said And still really final New school cats with an old school mindset about ourselves Like sex sells but my dick too small So I arrange clever rhyme schemes to spit to you all that's Mr. Quotable to you. Love it or leave it. Buy it or download it. MP3s found floating through cyberspace. Now who sounds open? That white bitch got me open. Head like a hole. Face is like a nostril. 
evil Jesus shouts the bottle Burn my tonsils, hostile motherfucker Frost around the edges, lefty rabbit like a billboard Every time we set him And I respect it like how me and the fellas make an entrance At least an hour late and wing the whole set list And I respect it like how me and the fellas make an entrance At least an hour late and wing the whole set list Fuck cutters. 
sucker MC. I know you're listening. I know you're out there somewhere. You're like, oh, sucker MC. I'm talking to the sucker MC. It goes out to the sucker MC. We're not brothers. Don't hug. Just let loose to the groove. Place everything I do. Smoke my body weight in Salvia and landed on the moon. They said, you want to get your fucking face to slip? Come out to a killing at concert and taste some shit. Open your chin like a cigar and be like 20 pairs of bands. Kickstarting your heart and in 16 bars. Faggots know the deal, so PSC me. Bring that flavor to your ear. You can campaign like Obama or break the voting process. All I'm implying is stay weary of a fox does. I guess I still got a certain way about me. Like I'll come back and haunt whoever outs me. These punalines, sour diesel ganja. Have me rubbing up on anything with a hot butt. Columbus blowing up the flap, but y'all don't hear me. Peace of Faith 10 TMFSE And all y'all sucker MC Pertaining to the sucker MC Out there Listening to your satellite You know what's coming next, right? Great It goes East Coast The beat dope We free flow about our egos And keep blowing weed smoke On each coast The cheap coke Free codes for P.O.s and drink cores and keystones. East Coast, the beat's dope. We free flow about our egos and keep blowing weed smoke. On each coast, the cheap coke and free codes for P.O.s that drink cores and keystones. And we know, the GDP stone. And they know, they be like Pastor Yeo to your man and the A-hole. What a fucking prick. But his style is like, <laughs> yeah. just like that. The motherfucking microphone and he knows Like a psychic On some karate chop in the mic shit Jay Sam, who are that dude? And we're back, baby. That was GDP from their CD, Realistic Expectations. I played for you track number 11, Coke Bar, and track number 12, Succumb. 
Special music. Special music for special people. Yes. And uh, you know, as, as always, like I said, I will of course attach their band web the links to their websites on our show notes. Okay, last weekend was rough, and I'll tell you, um, it was one of those weekends where I needed a uh, couple days to recover after the weekend. Why? What happened? Well, basically, uh, as I've ta- I've talked about it on air a couple times, where I had a uh, I have a little truck, that, a little Nissan pickup truck that oh. I've kind of customized and worked on since I was uh, since I bought it in 1995. It's been with me forever. Uh, when I went to Korea, it sat for a year, and the worst thing that can happen to a car is it sits for a year. So when I got back, it was uh, much worse for the wear, and it wasn't running right, and just kind of uh, things were crapping out on it pretty good. So finally, the clutch starts slipping, and I know the symptoms for it, so I was like, Ugh. I only have a, maybe a week or two on this on this clutch, and it's gone. So I took, I looked around and I found a, uh, a an older uh, Honda S2000, which is one of those little roadsters, the convertible tops, with really low mileage on it. And when I got it, it had 36,000 miles on it, and um, it's a 2005, but it's a it's a it was a garage queen where you know it was never out in the rain, it was not a daily driver. It's that somebody had it in their garage, you know. So I was like, well, I plopped down the cash and bought it, um, and then the truck kind of went. The the truck finally did crap out completely where the the the, floor, the pedal hit the floor and that was it. So I yanked the um. I was gonna be like a quick swap. I drove the I drove the car for quite some time, quite a couple months, and then I was like, ah, I better work on that truck. So I went and bought the clutch and I bought the stuff, you know, the stuff. I'm pretty handy with cars. I can work on them. Um, so I had this truck up on ramps and I yanked the transmission down and I pulled the clutch off and I was ready to do the swap. Which would have been very easy. There's a lot of steps involved here, where you take the drive train, the or the drive shaft out, take the all the starter has to come off, all those little things that are hooked up to the transmission, and then you know. But what, if you know what you're doing, you know what you're doing. So um, I pulled it down, and then what happened was there's a little bearing that connects the, the transmission to the to the uh, engine, and part of the clutch swap is putting a new bearing in because if you don't sometimes that bearing can spin and then you're really screwed so um it wouldn't come out and i went to a local car dealer and got up the pulling tool and that wouldn't let it come out so basically i couldn't get this thing out and um i was very um dejected you know and these this is a very horrible uh there's nothing you can do that makes this easier. Like, it's one guy underneath a car pulling the transmission out. No one can help you. There's no room in there to get help. And you're just... I mean, when I got done, I was cut up. Blood was coming from everywhere. Every mm. finger was bleeding. You're skinned up. You're burned. It's bad. It's hard. Um, this is garage... This is in my driveway. This isn't in, like, a garage where you can lift a car up above your head and there's special things for everything, you know. So I got this thing out and I was beat up, bloodied, and, and dejected because the bearing wouldn't come out. And that's pretty much where the truck sat. Um, I pressure washed the, the transmission clean, the drive shaft went in, it, and then I just the, the truck literally just sat for a couple months. You know, right in your driveway. I yeah. couldn't get the uh, personal push, the drive to do it again, to lay under this thing again and try and get it done. So then finally, I said, "Well, this was last weekend." I during the week I was like, "Look, I either gotta sell this ca- truck for scrap, which I didn't want to do." Try and sell it to somebody broken, which you're you're leaving about a grand on the table at that point. Like, if I sold that truck for twenty five hundred bucks now, if it's not working and the, tr- and the clutch is out of it, it doesn't matter if I'm handing them all the parts to do it. 
someone's going to pay me maybe 800 bucks for that thing. Maybe, you know. Right. So I was like, that's the hell with it. i got to fix this up. I'm all into hot rods. I want hot rods. I, like, I want a new car, blah, blah, blah. i got to get this done, and I just did it. So after you left last Saturday, right. I just poured a cup of coffee. I went out there, and I, ha- I actually had to chisel the bearing out with a chisel and a hammer, hmm. which is not recommended, but that's what you got to do. And since since it's been sitting so long, there's like there was um you know some some nuts eaten acorns in the in the inside of it because something was living in it. Oh my! You God. know, like nothing died, but I was like, son of a bitch! You know, all do, do the critters stuff, get inside cars. Oh, and the second you park a car, especially in Florida, uh, it's okay. insane. One of the things that they always they don't show the it squirrels much. Squirrels are getting squirrels, in. yeah, squirrels or rats or whatever. Oh God! You know, I've seen. And any car that's parked in a barn, like they always show, like a uh, hot rod shows, always show people finding these cars in barns. Yeah. So and, and they and then they come out and and they don't show you like there's always dead animals in them. There's always like cats and stuff. Well, and no, and rats and stuff and like uh, and the, and the stuffing they they rip the stuffing out and put nuts in every seat, everything like they oh stink. My God. They don't ever tell you about that part of it on those hot rod shows. They yeah, just yeah, they just yeah. show some people pressure washing it, and they're like, "Hey, look, it's a new hot rod." So I had to contend with that. Um, so let's take a music break, and then and then I'll come back and I'll tell you a little bit more about it because uh, it's a happy ending to the story. But my God, I was beat up. <laughs> Do you have to go to the bathroom? Please, pop the hood. Please. Oh, your thumbs, the hood. Okay, uh, what, what, what latch? Where do you want me to, uh... Get back the hood! Please! Popping the hood.
Ordinus Pecinus, one of the family Formicidae. An ant. An ant? I don't believe it. It's not possible. Yes. A fantastic mutation. Probably caused by lingering radiation from the first atomic bomb. See that? It's the stinger. Ants use their mandibles to rend, tear, and hold their victims, but they kill with that.
get you to talk to that enchantress. She's the devil. She's not the devil. She's the most beautiful woman in the world. I never said she was the devil. She's the most beautiful woman in the world. Oh, please don't hurt me. <laughs> okay, that was a triple shot of Kill Baby Kill. The CD Corridor X I played for you. Uh, what did I play? Let's see. Turn Your, turn your Inside Out. Anti-Vision and Psycho Beach Party. Nice. Another one of those really cool surf bands that got on board with us and let us play their stuff, and we thank them. Uh, got th- got another band sent us uh, three CDs this week, or three digital downloads. I, I still call them old ways of saying albums. <laughs> so I'm really excited about that. And the Insanitizers sent us some bumpers nice. to play before our before and after our show. Wow. So, so yeah. they listen. They're listeners. Yeah, very cool. Very, yeah. very Thanks very much, guys. Um, of course, they'll be linked up in the show notes. I feel like I'm doing too much of the talking. I hope you don't... Uh, well, yeah, you know, the, I'm not the car guy. Yeah, sorry, man. I should have picked a better topic. So, Or I'll just speed <laughs> through this. So basically, uh, last weekend, I just got the wild hair up my ass to say, this is the end. I've got to get it going. Um, I, I, I put the new clutch... I chiseled out the bearing, put the new clutch in. I put the transmission in once, and this is just me by myself laying under this car, you know, with, using my triceps to lift it and moving it back and forth so I was sore as hell. And the one of the one of the throwout bearing um, fell down, so I had to drop the transmission back down a second time. Oh man! Put it, fix that, and then put it back up a, a third time. I was so burned out. I was so tired. Bowl it all back up. I fire up the truck. It I, it ran, which I was very happy for, because I was at this point when it's sitting so long, it might not run anymore. Fires up, runs runs perfect. The clutch is still dead. Ugh. So I was like, son of a bitch. So then I had to go get a, a master cylinder and, and a secondary cylinder and replace those. They, and I had to order them, so I had to wait till Monday. Monday morning, I wake up early, put those in, fire it up, it's running, boom. Now So now I'm driving it. Um, I drive it like two or three times a week. and then wow. you know, So it, it worked out for the better. Um, everything's dialed in. Everything's going. Um, it, it, it is showing its wear a bit, you know. I'm going from the little Honda S2000, which is basically like a race car, how it drives. It's so responsive and so like low to the ground. And this truck is old and loose and, you know, going around corners, it, it's kind of sliding a little bit, you know. It's, oh, it's, it's, very diffi- it's very difficult to hop back and forth. It always made me laugh, like uh, that old show, Rockford. Yeah, yeah, he Rockford used to, Files. Rockford Files. He used to just jump into any car and just take off. You know how hard that is? Like, <laughs> just. Well, yeah, I mean, you know, and then plus all those and all those old shows. Even today, still, when somebody hijacks a car, that's always has a key in it, you know. Yeah, it's a key in it, and I'm pretty sure if I got carjacked, they'd yeah. look at my car and they'd be like, everything I have is standard drive. Oh. Okay. Most people don't even know how to no, do that anymore. No, they don't. Stay they would look at it and they'd be like, oh. Forget crap. it. I'd be like, well, get out. <laughs> Leave dick. my car alone. And if I have the truck, I'm gonna back up and run them over because I'll be like, they'll be like Christine, like that dude running from Christine. Oh, be like, God. yeah, the devil truck is back. <laughs> Didn't they do a Christine too? I don't know. If they did, I I weep for it. Yeah. Sure. I, I love the first Christine. It was cheese ball. Yeah, don't get me wrong. It. We watched it. We did it for the show. But I love that movie. I, I I have a lot of uh just just so weird and funny and you know. Strange movie. It was a strange movie. So. I escaped. The truck is ready. Now I am have to labor if I want to keep it or sell it. Well, you, um, you said it's running kind of 
Oh, Weird. It, it runs good. Oh, I thought you said it was running. No, no, it runs fine. Uh, it's just that it's just that the suspension is is loose. Oh, I was, the suspension. I I should by all means I should put in a new suspension like uh, the urethane bushings wear out. So oh, okay. that's like a hundred dollars for the urethane bushings and then a couple hours worth of work. You do it a little bit at a time and you know tightens it back up. It's not like it's a hard thing. I could do that easily. Oh, okay. Um, but you know a third vehicle adds. Adds that much more um, insurance, and insurance gas, play, yeah. battery. If a battery goes bad, you got to replace something. And eh, maybe it would be a good idea just to turn it over, make my money, and and that's it. You know. But, I mean, it's good to have in case you need to, tra- you know, to you know buy when you're buying your pinball machines. Your pinball machines to have that too. Yeah, because I rep- yeah I restore old old video games and old arcade machines and stuff, and you need a truck. Yeah. And nothing fit in the back of that Honda 2000. Oh, that, hell no. that, or that, your motorcycle. That, 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 might, that Honda 2000, I think I could fit a shoe in that trunk. Like a shoe, one. one not even two shoes. It's crazy. And a kid's shoe at that. Yeah, exactly. It's, a, it's not built for anything but going very fast and being yeah. very light. There you go. Now we just looked at your car. Yeah, yay for that. I got, <laughs> we're going to be working on his car probably next weekend or the weekend after. Yeah, it's funny how like cars are made to last a certain amount of time, and then like when the warranty like goes, it just oh, I mean, yeah. miraculously starts falling apart. Newer cars more than older cars. One of, one of the things about old cars, and my truck falls into that category, they, they weren't smart enough to make anything that broke. Mm-hmm. Like, it has roll-down windows. Oh, yeah, it, has a, yeah. it has a standard shift. Like there's nothing really that can go wrong with that truck. It's they were they didn't know how to make things that they failed yet, you know. Yeah. Uh, in the early '90s, late '90s through 2000s, <laughs> they make stuff that it's only good for six years, whatever. But, but I gotta tell you, man, my parents bought some cars in the '70s, and GM sucked. Oh. Sucked bad in the '70s. I mean, we went through a few cars in the '70s. I mean, they were. I mean, you know, Ford Taurus, uh, a couple of Chevys, man. I'm sure they're better, way better now. No, you know, yeah. no, no offense to GM, you know, Government Motors, but um, you know, those cars were sucky in the '70s. Man. One of the funniest things that hit, and and we didn't know how to deal with it, and it's funny we learned nothing from it. The um, the gas crisis hit. This is oh the God, first. This crap. is the first time where they were like, uh oh, we're kind of in trouble. They got us by the balls. We don't have we ha- everything we drive Still. is gigantic and huge, and gets about one mile to the gallon <laughs> and and they're jacking up the prices and back then it's like if gas hits 70 cents i'm gonna stop driving <laughs> yeah, so right. so we didn't know what to do and they just the backlash against big cars but there was no engineering to it like the cars in there in the mid 70s were such junk they were they didn't know how to make a four-cylinder they didn't know how to make a small car they just kind of winged it uh-huh. you know so there was a lot of years in there like where the chevy vegas uh, came out and you're like, okay, well, and Cadillac had that small, I forget what the name of it was. It was some weird remember. thing like the es- Esperanto or something. That's not what it was. Yeah. But, uh, and they were terrible driving. They were terrible. They didn't have any power and they sucked and the things just didn't work. And then they smoothed it out and they were getting some gains. They learned from the foreign companies. They started making cars that were acceptable to humans. Yeah. And, but then, as then they then people just started paying more for gas, and they just they just went right back to it. We started driving those SUVs and Escalades, yeah. and and they just pretended like that never happened, and they were like, yeah, the hell with it. Well, people, those grocery grabber cars, you know, people want a big car to carry stuff in, and they're they're usually six cylinders, they're not like eight cylinders, but still they're gas yeah. eaters. Yeah, they they are that, you know, and um, glad we learned anything. 
But but I'm telling you, man, those those maybe it was because my dad used to always buy used cars. He would never buy a new car. And a lot of times, not always, a lot of times, if you're buying a used car, you're basically buying somebody's problem. Oh yeah. So I mean, that maybe that might be part of the reason. But I only remember maybe one or two cars that we ever had. I remember we had a Chevy Astro van that we had it for like seven years. Never, <laughs> never broke down once. I mean, the car was rusting and it had like you know it, the outside didn't look too great, but as far as engine, yeah. nothing. I didn't never even had to replace a battery on it. That was the greatest car ever. We yeah. sold it for five hundred bucks. That's what we well when I was a kid we grew up with five hundred dollar beauties because we didn't have any money. Yeah. So you, we I grew up fi- building or driving and fixing Torinos and Pintos and. Cars that were just the bottom of the barrel, but you you don't have any money. You don't have any money. That's the way it is. That's it. If you, you can gotta, fix it, you can yeah, ride it. That's how I learned how to work on cars. Yeah. Laying under it so we could get to work the next day, you know. Exactly. That's yeah. it. That's that's the foundation of it. All right, we're going to get to some music break. Then we're going to stop talking about cars, so don't we fade are. out on us too much. I, can, I think we're losing some of our demographic, which is talking about cars. Okay, we'll just talk about chicks then. Chicks, man. Stop outside of Brainerd. I know a place there we can get laid. What do you think? I'm fucking hungry now, you know. Yeah, yeah, Jesus. I'm saying we can stop, get pancakes, and then we'll get laid, all right?
Pinko wants to kill you. Good. I deserve to die if I can't even beat Han Suckass at a walk-off. Derek, that's not true. I mean, the guy had to miraculously pull his underwear out of his butt just to beat you. All right, that was the band that I uh, met a couple times in Korea that I really just loved, and they are now, unfortunately, disfunct, uh, d- disbanded. Disf- and, and dysfunctional. And too. dysfunctional, but they actually, I think they started up another one, or some, some members went to do another one. As soon as they get something, I'm sure they'll send it my way, and I'll play it for you. That's called Midnight Smoke and Drive. That was just off of a... Actually, that was just a little EP that they made. Uh, burned it on a C- CD and gave it to me, because cool. I said I played music. Nice. So, yeah, it was very cool. And you do play music. I, do, I try to. Yeah. So, non-car, what, 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 you know, what do you got going on, man? I, this weekend after this show, I have to go do a, another video gig at... Uh, what's the guy's name? Daddy Yankee. I'm filming. Oh, the rap guy. I'm filming some la- Latino rap see, guy see. in uh, in in um, Bush Gardens. Puerto Rican or Cuban or something like that. Yeah, yeah, I've heard of that guy. Yeah. Yeah. So I was like, oh, okay. It, he's, he's a hip hop dude, so you can you know hip hop. This one, this is this is like one of those easier shows. Sometimes the uh, the video projects are very trying and hard. Sometimes. Is it, is it for Sábado Gigante or? No, no. This is just all I am is the camera guy for the Jumbotron. Oh, cool. and it's and it's a single camera. Cool. Not, you just zoom in and zoom out on the on the band people, and oh. then then turn it off. How, and, what is it, like a couple of hours or something? Yeah, it's, I think it's gonna be one set. Like, oh, I mean, I, I'm going there at three thirty. I'm gonna set up. Um, it starts at five. At four fifty five, okay. I sw- switch over from the ad reel to my camera. I stand on this little this little like table and and zoom in and out. Mm. And then at seven, or like, I'll bet by seven o'clock I'm back on the road to back home cool, right. to some cold Bud Platinum ice and uh and some bad movies. Or maybe I'll watch the WWE. I bought that WWE channel. Yeah, I know you told me last time. So you're yeah, we didn't talk about it on air. Remember oh, when we were yeah. talking about how like yeah, everyone's yeah, yeah. taking pieces of the puzzle. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, I hate to admit it to the crowd that listens, but it's true. I like I like I like a lot of old wrestling and follow it to some degree. <laughs> and what happened was, cause this, see, I don't watch it. Like I don't watch a lot of wrestling, but I listen to the one podcast that talks about wrestling, and it almost keeps you up, like keep it up on your stories, you know what I mean, or whatever. Yeah, that's what it is kind of. It's like just it, like a male version of a of a soap opera. Yeah. Um, but I I always I always liked the characters. I always thought they were very funny, very politically incorrect, almost like a throwback, you know, uh, like Rowdy Piper, Macho Man, you know, some of these guys really are over-the-top personalities. And what happened was the WWE said, well, we're going to launch our own channel. And what what happens is you pay them you pay them 10 bucks a month, which is pretty good for what they give you. And what happens is you get to have all of their... They, they have every month, month and a half, two months, they have a, a pay-per-view, which is all the story characters, all the storylines build towards these pay-per-views where something big usually happens or something, whatever. Yeah. So I never bought those cause they were always expensive, you know, and I'm, and I'm, I'm not that I'm cheap, but I'm not going to spend 60 bucks watching a freaking wrestling no. show. No way. No way. Could I do that? You can watch it for free. Well, yeah. So what happened sort was of. they said, okay, well you pay, if you pay 10 bucks a month for this, you get all of the old pay-per-views, all the new content, all the shows that we've ever done. And, you get to you, you're gonna you get to watch every pay per view that's on. 
Oh, that's that's not bad. It oh. isn't bad. Like they, well, how, how often are the pay per views? Like once a month, or once every other month. Okay. But so you get to watch all the old stuff and even all the old WCW stuff, which was the really wacky shit from Ted, the eighties. From stuff? yeah, eighties and nineties when Ted Turner threw his hat in the ring oh, and was yeah. trying to he was stealing people from the WWE and so all those are on there too. Oh. So it's a big back catalog and what happened was WrestleMania is coming up and that's like the Super Bowl of their wrestling. And I've never seen one, so I, I was finally I was like, you know what, I'm gonna just do this. If it's bad, I'll just do, I'll just opt out of it, you know. You don't have to buy a year's and you just now, give them ten dollars every month. They, ten dollars, although for the sign up, you get you said six months. So you're sixty bucks. So okay, and I've been watching some of the old stuff. Not I don't watch it a lot. I'm not like I'm not a. I wouldn't say I'm a super fan, you know, but it's fun. It's funny to me. I like last night I was after that bad movie I watched that Polar Storm. I had to cleanse my brain, so I watched an old interview with Roddy Piper. Oh, man. And he was just doing his shtick, and he was big back then. Like, muscular. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just cracked me up, man. He, The stuff he was saying was just crazy and so politically incorrect, and you're just like, oh, my God. Yeah, well. And it's just funny, you know. Did you ever did you ever watch any of that stuff? Uh, yeah. I, I like the cheapo wrestling more. When they became like a big, you know, a Hollywood thing, I still enjoyed it. It was still funny, but I always liked the cheapo uh, wrestling from Florida, Gordon Soley, uh, <laughs> w- like, the NW. Well, I forget what it was. It was it WWE? Not NWA. NWA. Yeah. No, no, no. That's that's that rap group. No, it was shot out of Florida. It was shot. I thought it was shot out of Miami. It was shot out of Tampa or whatever. I got. I can't remember. It sucks. But anyway, yeah, the local stuff because you get the national guys coming in town. And they'd goof on this town, call it a hick town, and do their <laughs> shtick. And then you'd have a guy like the the Iron Sheik or uh, or uh, the guy that was a Russian guy. Uh, yeah, yeah. You know, I forget what his name was, uh, Igor or something. Or so that was uh, that was actually like a lot of fun. But as a real little kid, now nah, I didn't I didn't care for uh-huh. it. I watched it when I was a kid and I got away from it for a long time. But then, like many, because um, I almost said I grew out of it. I'm too, you know, whatever. But then when that when there was two of them, the WCW and the WWE. It heated up, and all of a sudden, everyone started watching it again. Uh-huh. You know, yeah. And it became very popular. MTV and, got involved. In yeah, it. and it was kind of very funny. Like, um, I and I know what you're talking about. Like where the where the bad guy comes in, and they just get instant heat by saying, "I didn't know Tampa was so stupid, and you're all crapheads." And everyone just goes nuts and starts well, throwing stuff. Well, you know, there was a guy he called himself the Magnificent M, <laughs> and his name was Don Morocco. And the, my my favorite one. Was one time they were announcing the the bills and they were going to be fighting in Homestead and Morocco goes Homestead, what the hell is Homestead? I'm Morocco, I'm the magnificent M. What the hell am I doing fighting in, Mar- in Homestead? And it's like so great because you're already the heel and you're already pissing off the town. So when you get there, people are going to be throwing just, stuff. Just just get them wound up, get them yeah, crazy, yeah. you know. So, uh, so that that's actually pretty funny. Yeah. It is funny. So and I'm I'm going to have a lot of fun watching the old stuff and in six months. WrestleMania will be gone, and maybe I'll be like, nah, the hell with it. But it was worth it just for a couple months. I want to see this old stuff and see if there's, you know, well, just watch it and well, the, the experience stuff from, The it, stuff you know. from the 80s, the Vince McMahon, I think, was out of Jersey. And and I remember... Like, Connecticut. Or, Connecticut, okay, yeah. yeah and I remember they, watching... Uh, they used to have WOR from New York, and they used to have wrestling with Vince yeah. McMahon before he became like a muscle mm-hmm. man and all that. And he was still doing like... He was a thin a, little dude. Yeah, like, he, he was, was just a, a regular guy doing the... But he would still make like faces at the camera and look at the camera and do... So you know he had something going on. And then, God, mm. 
like three or four years later, he was ruling the world. Or well, whatever. it was a pretty interesting story about his whole thing. Like he, the stuff he pulled, because his dad, his dad owned that territory, and back then they used yeah. to break him up by territories, and mm-hmm. he pulled like a a coup, and just said, "Nah, there's no more territories." And he was the one that Vince Jr. is the one who made this whole empire. He, he almost, you could say, monopolized. He it did. In a way. Well, he did. There's only one show in town. He he just made the Forbes. He was he was on it, then he dropped off it. Now he's back on the the billionaire billionaires list, oh. and that's just so you know you might think oh wrestling's dumb. Well, no. not to a lot of people it isn't, and, and, and oh. I and I I I understand. Part of me dies inside when I say I watch wrestling because it is kind of a lowbrow thing, but ah, eh, it's lighten up and have What's fun. What's wrong with lowbrow? Yeah, nothing. That's what exactly. I'm saying. Exactly. All right. Well, we're running late, but let's. I'm gonna drop in a song and then we'll come All back right. just to say hey, see ya. Okay. All right. More music. More music. We'll be right back. Well, I'm not saying that I've been everywhere and I've done everything. But I do know it's a pretty amazing planet we live on here. Yo. Yo.
smell. back for the intro as it were that was more on envy and what i did was remember back in the olden days people used to put like lots of silent tracks on their cds and then they'd have like a hidden track yeah the beatles did that yeah well that was more on envy's those two crazy songs about your mom and about bread were uh, in the, between the silent tracks on their uh oh no 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 this was that yeah i forgot another beatles didn't do that yeah i remember i had a band i had a cd by uh Teenage Fan Club, and, 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 and it only listed 13 songs, but then all of a sudden you see, you, you just... 17, 18, 19, it goes yeah. through pretty quick, where those are only like a, 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 like 10 seconds. Or and they don't list them anywhere until like now you go to you go to wherever and you find the exact listing, oh, that's the name of that song, okay, because the last song would end and you'd hear silence, and you're like, oh, I guess it's over, but if you just left the CD and all of a sudden like... 17 would come up and another song pops yeah in. well they did that twice on that one so yeah. thank you very much more on envy they don't do that anymore thank do you they? very much uh dr morbius for hanging out uh, although i'm very sorry i did most of the talking this week uh we'll pick a more both of us friendly, friendly yeah or user friendly uh topic i i should have realized i would be t- doing most of the talking with about cars but whatever uh and uh thanks for listening you got anything else That's it, man. That's it, man. Intro. We're out of this place. See you next week, y'all.